Welcome to the podcast, guys. Um, I'm currently talking with uh, Jacob Riggs, who I just call JJ because that's what I've called him my whole life. So, hello. Yeah. Um, we've been friends for how long have I known you? Mm, I don't know. Probably the better part of ten years. Yeah, something like that. But I mean, we weren't really in close contact until like, like um. Year and a half ago, maybe. Like, like we didn't really talk too much. I mean, like you were in Vex Robotics, and I was pretty good friends with you. Yeah. But then, like when you started making music, that's when we became better friends. Mm-hmm. And so, um, weird analyzing relationships. <laughs> but uh, JJ came to me like it was about a year and a half ago when when you when you made. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna check right now to see when you. It it was yeah something like a year and a half ago when you uploaded uh. Cloud Cloud eight point five. Yeah, that's the first song JJ made, and so I I made it for him, and I'm like, yeah, I think this would sound good for his first track. I mean, I didn't make it for him. We made it together, but it was like, mo, it, it was more me yeah. doing it. Just that it was basically teaching me how to yeah, how I was, use FL Studio and stuff, and he was showing me a lot of the stuff. Yeah, I was teaching it to him, and then he took it home and added stuff to it and sent it to me, and I'm like, oh crap. Oh, wait, what the heck just happened to my? Something just came up on my computer. What's going on? What what you do, JJ? I didn't do anything. Well, that Steam you tried to did you were you trying to download that game? No, I up, updated it. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna leave this in. Just oh, okay. I don't know. I'm just gonna leave this in. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, JJ JJ uh took Cloud 8.5 and added some crap to it and it sounded and I'm like oh boy <laughs> I was like you probably should have left it but I'm like you know what it's his first song you know everyone's first song yeah. doesn't sound great actually I've never told you this before <laughs> you're just finding this out yeah so um we we he sl- I slowly just started teaching more stuff about FL Studio which is what we use um so um is that legal I, put I don't think you there. should say that. I'm not going to put it in there. <laughs> You'll never know what I just said. You know, I'm just going to bleep it out. I'm going to bleep out what I just said. I'm going to leave that in there and just bleep that out. <laughs> so you guys will never know. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, uh, so JJ, I want, I want you to tell me, like, what's your favorite song of this week? What 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 song has your have you listened most to this week or is your uh, favorite? This week, um, probably have listened, um, mostly to probably any of the songs on NF's new album, Perception. Uh, okay. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I got all those on What's my, your favorite on the album? Uh, the favorite on the album is probably, oof. I'll, I'll bring it up, I'm bringing it up right now. Uh, probably 10 Feet Down or Outro. Okay. Either of those I really like. Yeah, those are good. Um, I'm trying to remember which one my favorite is. Uh, probably just Let You Down because of the huge success it's had. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it. I love it all. I love just the vibe he puts out. Probably my favorite song of this week. I gotta get closer closer to the mic here. Um, <laughs> uh, my, probably my favorite song of this week was, was um, Wish You Could by Tragic Hero. Um yeah, he's I knew I knew about that guy for like a long time, but I just again checked out his music. Um yeah. So, 
tell me a bit about how what where you got to when you called me up and you're like, hey, teach me how to make music. Teach me how to uh, use FL Studio. I don't I don't really know. I was I was <laughs> I was sitting in my room one day and I'm like, well, well, I can I can play the piano and I and I and I like to make make up different stuff on the piano and but how do I how do I make it so I can like play it play it, it again like record it and stuff yeah yeah and then how how then you knew like how did you know how did you know I made music probably I mean well, just because <clears throat> I I'd worked with Stefan with robotics and yeah. we had been over to your house before and I I I listened to some of your songs and I was like I knew you were knew you made music. So Yeah. By the way, my brother Stefan, um if you wanna see something he does, our song Beautiful Euphoria. Um Desolate. It's a Desolate Euphoria. Um it, it on J- on Jacob Riggs page. Um it uh he he made my brother made a vis- the visual for that track. Um it's called a fractal. Now it has to do with mathematical equations being mapped out into visual it's like visual manifestations of math or something basically i i don't know how it works um do you you know how it works uh not really it's a it it, it's a computer graph of just basically an equation yeah yeah so it's it's pretty cool but yeah i don't don't know infinitely complex infinite yeah that's that's everything infinitely complex uh because it's math which is Infinite. Uh, I'm so smart. <laughs> anyway, all right. Oh yeah, and then another one of my favorite songs this week was, or this like past month, I guess, was you know Elo Electric Light Orchestra, the guys uh, that have Mr. Blue Sky. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Blue Sky, please tell us why you had to go away for so long, so long. <laughs> that song. Uh, they have another one called Diary of Horse Wimp. I really like that song. Okay. It's like um. Yeah, it's like a story about this guy. It's kind of a yeah. Anyway, yeah. So um, where do you see yourself in like ten years? In in ten years, where in are ten you? years, where do I see myself? Um, I don't, I don't really know. Um, <laughs> obviously, uh, in ten years, I expect to see myself getting better, way better at music. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, to probably release something that I'm actually um, proud of, I guess. That you've made totally yourself, you mean? Yeah, that, you're, that I've made totally you're... myself that um, that I can say that I made this and... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's like... Hopefully you can get there faster than 10 years. Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah. well, yeah. Yeah. Faster yeah. than 10 years, but yeah, within, so... within that period i expect to be decent enough where i can make that on a regular basis yeah yeah so um i see myself in 10 years um probably crackhead um living in a trap house in the hood um um, i was expecting this to go (laughs) (laughs) no that's not where i see myself in 10 years i see i see myself um you know, having a ministry and 
Doing things for Jesus, okay, JJ? Because in my life, I want to do things for God, unlike you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, I want to have a music ministry, and I I don't... In my lyrics, um, there's not... I'm not, like, uh, super... It's not, like, something you might call CHH, mm-hmm. but... Uh, let's see. So th- there is a lot of Christian messages in my music, but I do not think Christians are obligated to put Christian messages in there. I mean, not they shouldn't put it. It's wrong to put immoral messages in there, but it's not wrong. It's not wrong to not put Christian messages in your yeah. music. And so because think about instrumentals like um like some there's some Christian rappers that think if you don't if you're if you don't put a Christian message in your music then it's wrong and that you and that you sold out and stuff mm-hmm. which is I believe is you shouldn't think that because think about a producer they're not a person that just makes beats they're not putting Christian messages in their music and you have no problem with that so you're just adding another layer to it I mean it's so it doesn't have to yeah you know what I mean like yeah so. I'm just kind of getting this off my system because <laughs> there's so many there's so many people that say like um like Lecrae and that they Lecrae and Annie Mineo that they and Annie Mineo that that they uh don't preach the gospel anymore and stuff like that which I mean mm-hmm. obviously they still do if you listen to the music I'm sitting here nodding my head but then I realize you can't hear me nodding my head yeah <laughs> yeah so anyway like I I just find that irritating that there's so many people in CHH that that like you, they think that you need to listen to an artist and instantly know they're a Christian. Yeah, CHH is Christian hip hop, by the way. In case you didn't already know. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. so you have any anything to say about that? Pressure on. Um, not really. I think as long as as long as you're keeping uh, like if you do have like, lyrics or whatever to your thing, it's that it's not pointing you in the direction that you shouldn't be going. Like, mm-hmm. if it, like, have a, like you said, immoral messaging yeah. messages. Sexual messages yeah. or, yeah, stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I, I just, I, that's an instant turnoff for me, and I, but otherwise, like, if, if you're not, if you're not doing, telling people the wrong message, telling them do wrong stuff, I have absolutely no problem with it. I just, if you just, like, dope music you know that's for you and so this is another one of my things so if someone if there's a non-christian so in my opinion you can have almost a better ministry by by um not not totally putting it out there because someone a non-christian person Mm -hmm. uh say uh, say like uh they're not gonna they're not gonna um waltz right into a Christian bookstore and get, let's say, say I'm not talking about like online stuff, which is, it's the same factor. I'll just say online. So if you're a non-Christian, you're not going to waltz on over the Christian hip hop charts to find your next, yeah. to find the music or, or you're not, you're not going to, if you're not interested in that, you're not going to, you're not going to go look over to, it. yeah, look for it. yeah, but someone like NF, uh, his, his song, like his, is number six on Spotify's charts right now has 200 million plays. I think that's almost a better strategy because 
if you're not distinctly marking it as Christian music and you're putting it as hip hop and not Christian hip hop, yeah, then then I mean I th- I think that's almost a better ministry because I mean I still do put Christian messages in my music. I just they're just not. It's not all about yeah. about that. It's about life and about other other things. So, but but don't get me wrong. Someone like uh say Jayfish, who's the guy I interviewed like who has like lots and lots of Christian messages. I have no problem with that. I think it's great. It's just there's just different ministry strategies for every different thing. Mm-hmm. Um, different target audiences too. I think for each for for different people, there's different. Yeah, uh, like target audience you're looking to go out and reach for. Yeah, so it's not one way or the other. It's just whatever, it's whatever um you feel led to do, whatever you think God is telling you to do. If you, so it's it's not like there's um, like there's one choice you can make, and then that's the right choice, and then there's another choice which is the wrong choice. Because a lot of times we think that in our lives, like, like God's telling me to do to to go to the bank. Or to go to the bank first, and then this is a stupid example, and then go to the laundromat, and maybe I'll have like this, and and if I go to the laundromat first and then the bank later, then I'm not completing God's complete will for my life. That that's that's a dumbed down version, and it makes no sense and has no, um, life. It's not life applicable. But I'm just saying we do that a lot. Yeah. In our life, like, like colleges. That's a better example. Like. There's not one right or wrong college for you to go to, except for that one college where they all dye themselves blue and run around the campus. The campus naked. Um, I I would I personally, you know, I just wouldn't go to that college. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> as a Christian, probably probably wouldn't go in there. No, me neither. How could they even do that? Like, have you heard about that? Mm-mm. I forgot what college it is. I think Rod told me about it, but um, uh, they can. I guess I guess it's private property. But it doesn't really make sense. Like interesting, and that happens. That's a real thing. Yeah, I why? I don't know what college. I'm pretty sure it's a pretty liberal college. Couldn't see a conservative one doing that. So obviously, but but um, not to offend any liberals out there, but uh, yeah. So now let's talk about feminism. Not. <laughs> no, we will not be talking about feminism, guys. Go to. You you guys can go to um, what's his name, that one guy, uh, Hunter Avalon. Well, well him too. But there's that one. Uh, he's the guy that you sent me a video about net neutrality. What's his name again? Ben, was it Ben? Yeah yeah Ben Pa, Ben. Some of you guys are yelling through your, yelling to your headphones right now. We're both trying to find it. Let's see who can find it first. <laughs> Where is it? Okay, I got it. I got it. Ben, ben Sharipo. Sharpipo. You said it totally wrong. Ben Sharipo. You've been Ben Sharipo. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Ben Sharipo. And so, he's actually wrong when he was talking about net neutrality. He said that net neutrality was established by Obama, which is not true. Net neutrality was established in 96 by the government. So... A lot of people think it was two years ago by Obama, but that's that's not true. It was the it was changed by Obama. It was made the rules were made different. Um, but net neutrality itself, which was repealed, was established in '96. Why are we talking about net neutrality now? Because I because I'm really I'm really upset about it, JJ. <laughs> that's why. 
Haven't you seen YouTube lately? Everyone's freaking out. <laughs> um, so I'm cur- I'm really curious to see where this is gonna go in in like a year. Where where yeah. the internet's gonna be? And if it sucks, I, I mean, if if it sucks, it has to be taken. Net neutrality has to be reapplied because yeah, I mean, we're America. We'll find a way somehow. So sorry. Sorry, I know I know everyone listening to this is like, oh my gosh, net neutrality. I'm hearing this from every possible news source, every possible YouTube channel in the world. I don't want to hear more about this. So sorry, I'll I'll shut up now about net neutrality. So now I wanna talk a bit about um Calvinism. <laughs> I know that's a really big gap. It's like net neutrality to Calvinism, but um Right. Right? I'm just kidding. <laughs> and so, um, so that was retarded. I'm going to take that out. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to bleep that out too. <laughs> I'm going to bleep that out. So, um, so Calvinism, I am a Molinist. Uh, me and my brother are Molinists. If you guys don't know what that is, go look it up. It's very intriguing. Um, uh, so I guess now I'm a I'm a spirituality um spirituality podcast. Speaker. I, I'm a I'm a um what do you call it theology theology podcast. <laughs> Not really, but um, what what are your views on God's will manifesting itself in your life? What are your views on that? Like, what do you mean by that? Like, you know what Calvinism is, obviously, right? Not really. Oh, not really. It's that. If there's any Calvinists out there listening, hopefully I don't say it wrong. I'm pretty sure this is right. It's that God's will, that since God knows all, since he's omniscient, that, um, that his will, that, that, um, so if I say I, anything you do is God's will. So everything that happens is, is God's perfect will because Mm -hmm. he's omniscient. How could, how could, and they say, how could omnipotent well omniscient and omnipotent um well both of them weigh into this and so this their thing is how could god know it be all powerful and know everything and how could how could uh this stuff still happen and he doesn't control it which Mm -hmm. i don't agree with since the bible says we have free will and i know and and i know they obviously know those verses so they just interpret them differently um, so I'm not saying that, well, I have it right here in the Bible, so, uh, you're wrong. <laughs> you know, like, I'm not just, I'm not saying that, because I know it's deeper than that. I know there's millions of ways to, to interpret the, the Bible, you know? So, mm-hmm. what do you think about that, about free will and all that? Like, well, yeah, we definitely have, we definitely have free will. He, um, that's, that's part of our, um, how he shows his love to us by giving us, giving us our own free will to do to do what we choose to do um, mm-hmm. um awkward silence where are you going where are you going with this i don't know <laughs> all right we're going to have to cut this big gap out <laughs> you know i'll just cut it out i'll blink it. i'll bleep it i'm just kidding i won't bl- ow oh ouch I just hit my arm on the desk. <laughs> Isn't this just a great podcast? It's going wonderfully. <laughs> That's what I like about it. I'm trying to be a little raw here. You know, yeah. you, you get you get our lives. I 
I will I will occasionally hit my arm on the desk because I'm clumsy. So I I was saying I was I was saying I was uh, a Molinist before, and so what a Molinist is is we believe uh, um <coughs> so it it gives us free will, but um it also accounts for other things because a lot of Christians are Calvinists without realizing it. Like uh, if you think if you think we all just like kind of if we're just like falling around in this world somehow and God's and and we have complete free will and God still is getting his cause done uh and everything that he says will happen will still happen that's still Calvinism because God still has to inter God still has to intervene and we don't have free will because somehow someone somewhere someone there in the whole in the whole thing is getting is getting controlled and is yeah their actions are yeah and so a lot of Christians, like, probably I'd say the majority of Christians are actually Calvinists without knowing it. And so, what Molinists believe is that God created the world where the circumstances were just right, that he knew exactly what you would do in those circumstances, um, but he just created a world where uh, he knew what you would do, and uh, so you would you would still do that thing. The circumstances are right, so he knows what you would do since he's omni- um, omniscient, he knows what you would do in every single circumstance. Um, and so uh, he creates a world where... But he still gives you the... Op- yeah. The, the, he gives, still gives you the option to make that choice for yourself. Yeah, yeah. But he knows what you will do. So he yeah. just... He created a world... Um, so we're we're living... So it's it's still not... Like, there's still death and sin. And that's because, according to Monism, apparently we're living in... As far as we know, we're living in the best version of this world. And so it's like, it's like, with free will, uh, God God gave us the gift of free will, but um, that includes death and humans going to hell. Um, so for with free will, it's beautiful because people still go to heaven. And with Calvinism, the, the why would you, why would you pray? Uh, okay, uh, and well, you would pray because God tells you in the Bible. Because I asked a Calvinist one time, I'm like, so what's your reason to pray? And I mean, their reason to pray is because. Uh, correct me, guys. Tweet at, not tweet at me. I don't use Twitter. Uh, contact me or something and tell me if I'm wrong about this. But uh, Calvinism, you're you're if you're a Calvinist, your only reason to pray is because it says to in the Bible, which is a great reason. If it says something in the Bible, you should do it. Um, and I don't know all. The, I don't. Of course, I'm not an expert on this Calvinism thing. And so, um, and so for me, when I when I pray, I believe things are being swayed like th- through the spirit and so and that it's actually has having a having a thing which uh, Calvinists I'm sure believe too um but um but kind of their only reason to, I said this three times but th- yeah their reason to pray is because the Bible tells them to um but if you don't think think about this for a sec if you sit around playing video games all day and eating uh, and eating potato chips, um, sitting on your lazy butt all day, then that was God's will for you. That was God's perfect will for you to sit there all day and eat potato chips and, uh, and, um, play Grand Theft Auto. So, um, and then if you look back on that day, if you're, I don't know, I don't want to offend Calvinists, but that if that was God's perfect will for you, you look back and you're like, oh, I guess that was God's perfect will for me because that's what I did all day today. And so, 
it's not it's not like if I had chosen to do something different, that would have been God's will for me the whole day. Yeah. And so there's no way getting around that. That's the only way mm-hmm. you can look at it. Or take take like a murderer or rapist, for example. What, what do they do that day? They go out, kill somebody. You yeah. think that would be God's perfect will for them? Yeah, yeah. And so, and so, of course, we're probably getting all the Calvinists mad saying, that's not how it is! So come give me your, your angry emails, guys. Just just let them all in. Rate the call, rate the podcast too. Give me give me one star if you hate me. Just still rate me. I'm just kidding, guys. Give me five stars, please. I need it. So anyway, <laughs> uh where where are we going with this? Um there's a there's a, a lot of different uh versions of Molinism and such, but Alright, what's your view on the end times, JJ? What do you think that you think uh, the Antichrist in 666 is yet to come, or it happened in Roman times, like a lot of people um, have believed. What do you think? Think it's yet to come? Yeah. Okay. Still think it's yet to come. All right. Um, I'm still still not sure what I because I've heard the other interpretation that Nero mm-hmm. was the Antichrist, um, which I've had, I've heard a lot of. It, it's amillennialism combined with um, some other thing that my pastor told me about that he is so I mean I'm still not and he's he tells us not to just believe what he says just go read it for your, read stuff and make your own opinion so I uh, yeah I'm I'm still not sure on it and I don't know like not sure and so I I don't really feel like I should be talking about this because I don't know what I'm talking about you know um yeah Alright, so moving on. JJ and me are working on a new album for him. It'll be his album. Um, it'll be, like, kind of NF style. And hopefully, um, he'll be rapping in it. Um, so, yeah. that that's inevitable, that's, that's, right? That's the plan. That's the yeah. plan yeah. That he'll be rapping in it. So, I'm gonna be teaching him how to how to do that. It, uh, might, it might be a while before it comes out. I'm yeah, it might be a practice while. and everything. Yeah. Uh, five years is probably what we're looking at, um... For for the pre-release, and then then we'll probably get to more of the album <laughs> in ten. You know. You know, just finish it up by then. Yeah, yeah. And mastering will take another fifteen. Yeah. Um, we're professionals, so. We do this right. Uh, yeah, we we do because I mean, I mean, I go over a song at least five hundred times before I release it. You know, listen to every little thing. Mm-hmm. Never get tired of it. You know. <laughs> um. <laughs> so uh next time we we do this we should actually make a plan because i want to do this again with jj in the future but um we definitely did not go into this with a plan but i mean that's that's the, you're 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 on this journey with us guys you're yeah. the conversation literally about 29 minutes and and more like a half an hour ago 30 minutes he he basically said okay let's make a podcast and now we're here 29 minutes and 43 seconds later talking still, still don't know what the heck we're the doing. microphone still not no idea what we're talking about <laughs> so if if you guys like this then wow there's something wrong with you so uh you should probably exit society and figure out your life um go li- go live as a monk for a while with some monks um and and um pray Every day and work your butt off. I'm I'm not mocking monks right now. I'm just making a joke. So, 
Why why am I so afraid of offending everyone? What's 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 with me? <laughs> I'm sure no monks are listening to this. <laughs> so, um oh, you know, oh, monk rapper. There needs to be a monk rapper. Really? Yeah, there there should be. Um you know, you become a monk, JJ. Be the first monk rapper. No, be the first monk rapper. <laughs> I don't know. Are they? Do they really use a lot electronics? So like, are they like Amish? Do they use electronics? I'm not aware of that. I don't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, um, guys, make sure to go, uh, go hit up my new album, Split Rock, and buy that sucker. I got two more, two more full length projects I'm working on right now. One with Sika, um, my best friend Ben, and then also, um, also a new an album. Probably it'll be called A Collection of Dreams. So keep your eyes open for that. Um, and uh, JJ is gonna sing us a song on the way out. So I am? yeah. Okay. Um. Ba ba black sheep, have you any wool? That was sick. All right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna remix that into into a rap beat, and I'm gonna play it at the end of this podcast. So, and you're about to hear uh, my wonderful voice. You're about to hear JJ rap, or not rap, just in heavily auto tuned. Um, he's gonna he's gonna sing Baba Black Sheep. Um, it's gonna be sick. So thank you um, for letting us ramble on in your ears. Uh, for for half an hour, for half an hour. Uh, and next time I have an episode, it'll probably be way more structured, like my interview with Jay Fish, and I'll probably actually, uh, whoever I interview, it'll actually be structured. <laughs> um, and so then we talked about like five different topics or something. Yeah. <laughs> so it was net neutrality, uh, Calvinism, Calvinism, uh, Molinism. What else did we talk about? Uh, we talked about your new album, the album you're working on, and then yeah. what was the first thing we talked about? We talked about. Um, I don't even remember the first. We talked we about talked feminism about. for half of this podcast. Ha- no, no, we didn't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, and then and uh, what was the first thing we talked about? Music. Uh, what are? Oh, what mu- What music we liked? And there yeah. was something in between there. Um, so thank you guys for letting us ramble, ramble on and on. And see you next week with better content and something that doesn't just suck your soul out. And, um, so, alright, see you guys, and you're about to hear JJ's rendition of Baba Black Sheep, Have You Any Wool, in three, two... Actually, have you any